because you still had the same, you know, what's his face? Yeah. His brother was the president. It's like, it's the same shit. Like his cabinet was I, against him. It was the I same remember, fucking shit. I remember watching that and I'm like, I called my friend up. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Him? Him. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, no, they, they, they really... The, the, the problem is that you you can't make season two again because... um I don't want to spoil it for Ryan. Yeah. There was a certain <laughs> character in season two that, you know, like, he, 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 he wasn't there in season six. So it's like, you mm-hmm. can't... He was a big part of season two. You can't have it without him. Yeah, and I his, agree. His his big scene in season two is like one of the best scenes in season two. I I hate talking, in uh, in code. But you guys don't worry. I, I understand you, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Ryan, wait, wait, I, I have guys... the first five seasons on DVD. I can lend them to you if you want. No, I'm good. I think they're all on Netflix. They so are on Netflix. That's why I watch them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We go ahead, go ahead, dude. Actually, no. My... No, my mom has all the DVDs because my dad got them for her for like, okay. Christmas gifts. There you so go. Oh, they've got all of them too, but it's on Netflix, so I'll just do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, go um, ahead. Dave. No, I was gonna say is, do you guys watch uh, True Detective? Not yet. I'm it's, gonna start. It's really, it. it's really good. It's yeah. so fun. But you George. can't have it on. You can't have it on in the background. I haven't seen the last two episodes though. I'm oh, like, no, George! Last, the last episode, damn it! The last <laughs> George, the last episode. Oh my god, my heart was pumping. My heart was pumping. Like I, I can't even describe it. I I I wish you saw it. It's a great show, but you can't you can't watch it in the background. You have to actually yeah. like sit there and like like you have to like immerse yourself in there because you're expecting like a very procedural cop drama and it's not. No. You're you're getting it, more of just about care about the two detectives. And it's just like man, this mm-hmm. is fucking good. Like it's well, annoying good. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey talks in code sometimes. Yeah, his, that's, his that's what it sounded like. Yeah, his character is off the wall. But yeah, that that latest episode, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, it was good. Do you guys watch Showtime? Uh, nah, not really. Dex- Dexter kind of, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I I, I, I jump <laughs> ship. I I jump ship in season. What was the first bad season? Was it season three? Three, three. Yeah, yeah. With, with Jimmy Smith, that's I, where I jumped. I jumped ship in season three, and I never went back. Yeah. Yeah, All right, look. Oh seasons God. one through four are good. Season five season is okay. Shit, I heard dude, season I four was amazing. I thought season I thought season three was okay. Like, yeah. it, like it's at like the first four seasons, it's the weakest one. But like, I thought it was okay. Season four is John Lithgow, right? Yeah, season oh, four yeah, is Trinity. Oh, yeah, the Trinity Killer was. Yeah, the best. yeah. This that's the best season. So mm-hmm. after that, you can just kind of pretend that Dexter ended. <laughs> just yeah. Pretend. Like, that's, that's all about. <laughs> it's like at the finale you could just end it there. Yeah. Like the yeah the whole Colin Hanks and Edward Zed almost. Oh, like, that's, uh, that's uh, that, Edward James that, almost that was in that. Yeah, yeah, that bummed me that out. That was an oh, awful shit. season. But there's such an obvious twist in there, and it's just it, like, and they reveal really... it so soon, you're kind of like, oh, like. Oh. It's like the biggest no shit twist ever. <laughs> like, it's like... Yeah, I mean, the only thing that saves Dexter is actually the character of Dexter because he's so good at everything he does and. You're just waiting for him to like, all right, how's he gonna Batman his way out of this fucking situation? <laughs> and because they just get more ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it gets a little silly. Like season seven was actually pretty good. Like season seven wasn't bad, mm. but f- five was okay too. Yeah. But I thought the last season was good too. I didn't. I haven't watched it yet. I'm gonna um. I'm gonna watch that probably soon. Yeah. Didn't think it was all right. I mean, they could have just and they could have just left it someplace, and all that would have been fine. But uh, uh, who knows? I spoiled it for myself, so I knew how it ends. I'm like, yep, glad I don't watch that anymore. <laughs> all I heard was about him becoming a lumberjack. Yeah, no, I, I, like, I read oh. that. I'm like, oh, I have, <laughs> I don't feel bad about reading this. 
<laughs> that was the same thing with um. Actually, it's worse with Californication. It was like I could. Oh, I live... never finished it. I liked that show, but I was just like, I forgot when it was on, so I was like, eh, all right. <laughs> I watched the first season. The, the the first season's amazing until like the last like thirty seconds. Um, and then like season two, I fell off, and then I heard season three was okay, and then I just see like I I check their Facebook page, and I always see their fans complaining. Like, just cancel this shit already. It's done. Just that, like, wow. You're like, when you reach that point, just just cancel your show. Just cancel it. Yeah. Yeah. And Shameless, by the way. That's the whole reason why I said Showtime. Shameless is actually really uh, good. Yeah. yeah. I'm not caught up. That's another show. It's just, I should watch. It's just not on my radar because, like, like I said, I don't know when it's on, and I'm not going to go out of my way to look for it. Yeah, yeah. And I forget I have a DVR, too, so it's just kind of like, oh, oops. <laughs> I, I, I know. I just started using DVR like this year. I just it's never got used to it. Really? We're just I'm just old and you know, I'm I'm used to recording stuff on VH, VHS, you know? <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nah, I couldn't live without my DVR. I've had this thing for like six, seven years now. Oh man, it changed everything. I can watch when I want this is fucking awesome. I can't go back. It changed everything. <laughs> and then uh, uh, actually you don't have to same. deal with the bullshit. Yeah, you, you don't have to deal with the bullshit after it's like, oh god. It's at ninety percent. I gotta start watching all this shit now. What the fuck do I do? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I'm slightly hungover. I don't nice. blame you. Well, right after the event, a bunch of us just went to just a random bar and got even more shit faced. Oh, so of it was course. Kind of like uh, Jason Shire was like, "Dude, you have to play Bravely Default." I'm like, I don't own a 3DS. <laughs> then you need to find a person who has a 3DS. And play Bravely Default so we can talk about it when I see you two months from now. I'm like, all right, fine. It was good. He gave me, Jason Shire gave me a homework assignment, essentially. I'd lend you awesome. mine, but the screen's broken. So, yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll get a Game Boy. Uh, a uh, Game Boy. It's, a, it's a Game Boy. It's a Game Boy. <laughs> David, you have a trend of broken screens lately. I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it hasn't even been a year, and I cracked my, my phone screen again. It hasn't even been a fucking year. I don't even know how the 3DS screen cracked. I honestly don't know how that happened. I just opened it one day, and it was like, ugh. The worst was my friend who, his laptop, like, he, he was, like, on his bed, like, doing work and stuff, and then he put it behind his pillow, and then he didn't realize his phone was on top of the, like, in the laptop. So he closed the laptop and then crunched the screen on the phone, like, <laughs> was, oh. yeah. What about the laptop screen? Well, you know, that's what it broke. The phone was fine. It was the laptop screen oh, that got all messed oh, up. Oh, that's worse. The phone was inside, so when he closed it, it cracked the screen. Hey, should we start the podcast? Or... Yeah, I was going to say. We, we kind of started. I, I, no, I, I actually have been recording. I just didn't tell oh, you guys. Right. I, totally have been, I totally was a creep about it. I you're, just looking, you're just looking for gems? What? You're just looking for a gem? Oh, like I get it. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. I wasn't sure if you are making like a Zelda reference, like a really obscure Zelda reference or something. So I was no. Like, oh, what? You're dumb. Oh, God, hey, it's listen! It's a video game podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get the new releases up for us, because I totally did forgot to do that. Uh, is there anything coming out uh, aside from the Titanfall beta? Wait, what? Yeah, came is that out? Titanfall beta? Is Titanfall beta is this week then, or it's like as as soon as you get the code, uh, I think you can play? The, or? I think it's the fourteenth, so I think oh, it's okay. Friday. Oh yeah, lightning returns. Yeah, I found a really. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys something. Oh, we've got our Lightning Returns reviewer here, too. How convenient. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> what was that? Oh, because I was typing. Fucking. 
G Talk. Yeah, I'm like one of one out of like a thousand people that actually like the game. Actually, no, it's like three people like the game. Everybody else hated it. The reviews, the reviews seemed all over the place. Like people that really liked it, and then people like didn't really. I'm not a big Final Fantasy person. Yeah, me neither. But like, I think a lot of the criticisms were like criticism I sort of or or criticisms I expected from the game, where it's like, yeah, story doesn't make a lick of sense. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, I get it. That's Final Fantasy. So yeah, I buy that. Check the chat. Tony especially. Sorry, oh, go, okay, ahead. go ahead. Yeah. Like you kind of have to, you kind of have to be okay with like, yeah, Final Fantasy has a really dumb story, and you're like, all right, if if I can put that aside, then maybe you might enjoy yourself. But I was talking, to, <laughs> uh, I mean, I was talking to two or three people last night. That's and fucked like, up. That's really. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I That's just saw really this funny, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, I, but I don't know if you were around, but yeah, there was a couple of people who I guess they all reviewed the game and they all just kind of share, they're all shared experiences about like what drove them nuts about the game. Or, or I'm just like, or their favorite plot points that just made no sense. <laughs> I am debating getting Bravely Default though, because I've heard yes. good things about it. I hate the like, title, but I might get it. I, I'm yeah, like again, I'm not a big RPG person, but like I've heard nothing but good things about it. So, actually, I'm lucky. I don't have to pay for the game at all because I got one of my friends to get it for me for my birthday. I'm like, hey, dude, this Sunday's my birthday. You want to get me some <laughs> Bravely Defaults? I'm just saying. <laughs> I should, I should do that for the 3DS. I'm like, hey, it's my birthday. Someone hook me up. It's my birthday. Amazon wish list. Look it birth up. Birthday. Birth. Not yeah. birth. Birth. <laughs> birthday. I'm I'm pronouncing it the way uh, uh George spelled it on his Facebook end. Yeah. Birthday. Birth. Birthday. It's my, birth. my birthday. <laughs> All right. Here are the new releases. Uh, I have no idea where the chat is. Whoever wants is to. Do them. Uh, I'll read them. And by the I way, uh, this is episode 161 of the Dual Shocker Shotcast. Um, we, like every now and then we like to do a little cold open. Um, yep. Because we just structure is not the way of our people. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, as you've heard uh, tonight, I'm joined by George Jimenez. Hi, George. Tony Polanco. What's up, people? And Ryan Meitzler. Hola. And one of these fine gentlemen. Is going to do the new releases. So Oi. take it away, whoever. Hey guys, for the week of February 9th to February 16th, 2014, we've got Descent on Steam. Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13. Which means she actually returned the game, Final Fantasy yeah. 13. <laughs> and she was like, nah, no, nah, I'm going to go trade this. It's actually about her going to different retailers, saying like, "What? Well, you just opened it. We can't just do a return on this." <laughs> oh, come on! Well, go to Walmart. Just Walmart give me will take store credit. <laughs> uh, Dangan Rampa, Trigger Happy Havoc, on the PlayStation Vita and PlayStation Network. Uh, uh, Tokinden, The Age of Demons, on the Vita and PlayStation Network. Tokinden. Tokinden, whatever. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wolf <laughs> Bang, a PS1 import. Place, for PlayStation 3. That actually looks kind of neat. I'm digging that 80s kind of box art. Uh, One Piece, Romance, Dawn, The Dawn of the Adventure. 3DS. T-Cross-K? T-X-K. T-X-K, but it's a lowercase x. And I've I heard a lot of good things about that. I don't even know what it is. Okay. I hear people <laughs> talking about it, saying it's awesome, but I don't know what the fuck's about. That's on the PlayStation Vita. Gunslugs, PlayStation Vita. Far Cry Classic, PlayStation 3 and Xbox Game Store. Blowout, PS2 Classics, PlayStation 3 Network. Fort Defense, PlayStation Vita. Pac-Man World, PS1 Classics, PlayStation Network. Zombier, PlayStation Network. Skullgirls Encore, PlayStation Network. Cool. 
World of Tanks Xbox 360 Edition Xbox Game Store. Super Mario Brothers Deluxe 3DS eShop. Metal Slug 3 on the PC. And Echelon. Escalon. Echelon. Book 3. <laughs> what the fuck? On the PC. <laughs> I went with different pronunciations. Uh, on you know, j- just to make sure, you know? Yeah, and I even went In with case. a different emphasis. Exactly. I've heard those George, Echelon one of, one of fans right. are rabid, you know? So you don't want to <laughs> fuck with their game. One of those is right. <laughs> you don't want to fuck with Escalon fans. Yeah, they, man. They're... They will write They will write an angry email and use spell check. With bold yourself. red font. <laughs> um. So what do you guys pick? I know what you're picking, Tony. Yeah, do I need to say it? Of course. The game I reviewed. Yeah. Final Fantasy. <laughs> I, um, yeah, Lightning Returns, because uh, that's the best game of the week. I, I just want to know why yeah, did they it, put Final Fantasy 13 at the end of the title this time? Like Just what to is... let people know that, what it is. Right? They, you know, yeah, actually, here's my reason. I think they didn't want to call it Final Fantasy 13 3, because 13 2 was already a crazy title, you know? That's what it is. I'm like, is this 13 3 now? Or they just maybe leading with like a strong foot and be like, Lightning's here! Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You missed her last game. She, here she, she is. She puts asses in the seats. She <laughs> does, <Right>. apparently. <clears throat> But what did you think overall, Tony? I mean, obviously they can read your review, but yeah. like, what is it like your review in like a nutshell? My review in a nutshell is basically okay. Because remember, I'm coming from this place. I actually like the Final Fantasy 13 games. I don't. I think uh, they've been unfairly, I, I just, you know, I like, so much respect for you until now, Tony. I don't know. <laughs> See, I think they've been fairly <laughs> criticized. Nah, I, I, I kind of disagree. <laughs> that, but I'm not. I'm not defending the series. I'm just talking about this game. Mm-hmm. Basically, I like the fact that of how open like world it's not like an open world but it's open structured you're free to go at, you know admissions however you want i like the customization options you know that you could do with lightning and the story is fucking crazy but it is actually pretty simple if when you boil it down to it and i like the characters so you know i had a lot of fun with it you know if it, i didn't feel like i was like forcing myself to play it i, and, I generally enjoyed it and i'm looking forward to getting the fucking platinum in it and um, how how is that aspect? Because I hear there's uh, there's a timer in this now, so it's like you're not you you can't take your sweet time to do anything. Just kind of this pressure of like you're at, on the clock. Yeah. So, at first, that first, that's exactly how I felt. I was actually very annoyed. I'm like, why do I have to rush through things? This is an RPG. I need to you know explore. You can actually mitigate that. There's many ways in the game that actually stops time completely. When you could exploit that, you're fine. There was actually points where I actually had to skip days because I already did everything I needed to. I'm like, oh, I'm just wasting time. We just skip to the end now but did that add or kind of detract from the overall experience like at could first you, could you have I, lived without it and just or do you think it was just kind of like uh, let's just throw you know let's just throw a monkey wrench in your plans and see how people handle it it i mean the story kind of mandated that but it hmm. also didn't need to be like that um i in general i don't like um time management aspects in any game i feel they're v- very annoying with this game it annoyed the hell out of me at the beginning until i figured out how to circumvent that then it was fine you know, but yeah, in general, I don't like that. It's like, don't do that. Just like, okay, there's a certain amount of days left, then just have the story naturally get there. You shouldn't be kind of forced. Yeah, I mean, there is a certain level of stress that it comes to that. Like, you know, yeah. you take a game like XCOM where it's like, oh my god, oh, I, have, Jesus. I have I have, no money, I can't afford any research, and it's only the first of the month. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have, oh, man. I, I have to survive 30 <laughs> days until my money comes in. Uh, like I thought that was really good and added something to the gameplay where it was just like, all right, I have three XCOM choices makes that me I, sweat. I have three choices I can make and I can barely afford one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it does give the the game 
more of a sense of urgency, which mm-hmm. some of these games don't have. But personally, I could have done without it. But like I said, since there is there are ways to mitigate that, it's I mean, not really it's, a problem. And it's essentially like a doomsday counter, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Because I kind of wish, like, because uh, now we're talking about timers, I kind of wish, like, maybe, like, Mass Effect 3 had, like, a doomsday timer or, uh, I, you know, I, I bring this up a lot, but, like, Arkham City would have yeah. really benefited by having, you know, spoiler, Batman gets poisoned. That's interesting. Like, ba- yeah. like Batman gets... Yeah, but spoilers, Batman gets poisoned, and he's like, hey, this will probably kill you by morning, so you, Batman needs to antidote this way out. So it would have been good if Batman's like, alright, I can't stop every fucking crime. They probably... No, I'm, I was gonna say the the developers probably don't implement that because they're afraid that people will, will want to jump into like the side missions and stuff beforehand and fuck around too much, hey, and then they get Batman to the point to, where, yeah. the, like, where the game is shot, you know? Yeah. Well, Batman's got to make tough decisions, all right? Yeah, I mean, because there was like um, the original like the original Dead Rising, like with the missions, like I know that fucked me over so many times when I was playing mm-hmm. the original one, and yeah. I just hated it and I couldn't stand playing yeah. the game because of that. So. Yeah. The timer was a great idea, but the game was so mechanically broken where you just couldn't do everything because you had no idea you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I've... they fixed that in the, in, the late, it... in the last Dead Rising. It worked really well. They just gave you all the time in the world. It's like, yeah, you got seven days, but literally it's a long game clock. Yeah, it's just the timer in the original one, it forced me to, like, it, I basically like, I got to a point where I just kept failing missions because the timer was running out and I couldn't progress in the single player. So, like, I had to restart the game, like, three times because of it, and now, like, I just don't want to go back and play it, so... I think that would, George, I think that idea would work as kind of like a new game plus thing. Probably. It's, like it, but... it's the same story, and then you have the option of playing the story with this, you know, timer no. that'll but I, know, I would, run but out of But a timer wouldn't hurt if you're if the plot of their game is, the world's going to be destroyed in 24 hours. I'm like, oh, okay, let's, let's have something to kind of show us some progress there, or mm-hmm. kind of light a fire under the player's ass. Like, hey, stop collecting fucking Riddler statues and... <laughs> <laughs> Find an antidote, moron. But, like, but then you're gonna piss off guys like Tony. It's like he needs that platinum, you know? Yeah. Hey, I have the platinum for <laughs> and you. Know, I, yeah. And he'll play it again. It's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I really enjoy. I, like, I'm looking for forward to playing again. The only reason I haven't played it again because I'm waiting for that perfect trophy guide. Then I'm jumping right in, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, I got the I got the pl- I gotta just say this real quick. Mm-hmm. I got the platinum for the first two games. The platinum for Final Fantasy 13 was the one that broke me. That made me go. You know I what, Tony? You don't. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, you know, you shouldn't go all out for Platinums. Just, if you can get the Platinum, get it. If not, leave it alone. That game, oh, oh my god, I spent two weeks just farming for this one material. <laughs> oh, and Grand Theft Auto was released for PS3, you know, the, the side stories. I'm like, I could be playing that instead of playing this bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Final Fantasy XIII, but just grinding for this one stupid thing. Oh my god. Yeah. Now let me Ugh. ask you. Yeah. You You've now played all three... Final Fantasy 13 games. How do you rank them? All right. Um, thir- okay, 13 2 is number one. Really, 13 2. Uh, yeah, that's my that's my favorite. Star of the Trek bunch. time travel plot device. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's oh, see. Oh right, that was that game. That was what that game was about. <laughs> oh was... fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know which one I like more. Um, Final Fantasy 13 or um, Lightning Returns. I guess I'm gonna go with Lightning Returns just because it's more open. 
but I feel the story of 13 was more focused than I, out of all of them. Stop with the crazy talk. All right. Come on, mm. please. Hey, I, I understand. Focus I understood the crazy story. story. <laughs> no, compared to the other ones, it's more focused. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think from my, and I played very little of both games. Like I got to two hours of 13 and said, well, fuck you, Snow. I had enough of your nonsense. No, no, but I did fuck play him. But fuck I, the other one. The kid that wanted to kill him for some stupid... No, kill them all. Hey, hope. I'm, fuck, I'm, fuck hope. I kind of wanted. I kind of wanted the world to end when I was playing that game because my issue with thirteen was literally just corridor cutscene, corridor cutscene, boss yeah. fight, corridor cutscene, boss fight. But I, I thought thirteen two felt more of like a game and it felt give you more of a sense of like exploration. So it did felt like a more open, cohesive RPG. I was like, okay, I can probably get into that. But I also did only two hours of that because, like I said, they started talking, and I'm like, oh, I, I, God. and it, and and it's and it's maybe it's just my issue with just that story they were trying to tell where I just had zero interest. Can I just and say it, something? It, sorry, go ahead first. No, no, go yeah. for it, go for it. That's, I just want to say something like crazy. I want to see it. Final Fantasy developed by a Western developer. Um, like I mean, depends DMC on the developer. Shit, you know, like... No, I, I mean, as long the, as they stay... I, the I think as long as they yeah. just leave this this lightning plot, like whatever universe lightning, lightning inhabits, I think we're ready to move away from it. Oh yeah, yeah I, I said this. I kind of said that in my reel. I'm like, I'm, you know, this is a good end to it. You're kind of saying mm-hmm. we're done. We're done here. Just stop doing this, you know. Because we had three games in this series. It's like, shouldn't each Final Fan? I mean, okay, as a microcosm, each game did deliver something new. But that, I want that. I wanted a 15 and 16. It should have been that instead, you know. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like milking the same story, it's a weird thing. I'm kind of ambivalent about it because on the one hand, I like that they, they stretch the story out, but on the other hand, I'm not happy they stretch the story no. out. It's kind of weird, you know. But yeah, is I'm I mean it, yeah. for for me, I've had a problem with Final Fantasy sequels since 10-2, you know, because I thought 10 was fine. Yeah. On its own two yeah. feet. I mean, I like I like when games are in their own self-contained universe. You yeah. here's your beginning of your story, here's your end of a story. Now we can move on to something exactly, else. But yeah. for whatever reason, they kind of fell in love with that with Spira and whatever silly universe that Lightning lives in. That they were like, no, no, we want to explore this more, which I appreciate. Going in, you know, let's go a little bit into lore. But it's just like these worlds are just so uninteresting. Like, why did we pick these worlds? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I would have loved to see you know a modern follow-up to like a Final Fantasy VI or let's do like a two or just I want to pick one of those old, earlier Final Fantasy games and let's go back into that universe like 50 years later, 100 years later, Give and see what happens. A standalone Blitzball game, and I'm good. Oh no, yeah, we just fucking yeah, talked yeah. about that. I, it I, had to I, be I'll, brought up again. That's how you. That's how you. Win, that's how you win me back. Just you yeah. know, ten dollars DLC. You know, you can create a team, create a player, oh do his. My you know, God. Online start from the bottom, take to the top. Yeah, George oh, yeah, versus not? Dave and Blitzball. What? Yo, we'd be on that shit for days. <laughs> <laughs> I will crush you with the Xanarchy Oh my God, here we just go. But again, like my my point before was. Am I just, the only person on earth that doesn't like Blitzball? Am I yes. the only one? You're I don't like you like those stupid ass fucking card. You like those card yeah, games? Yeah, we we went through like seven years of fucking card games. Oh, I didn't like those either. I didn't. I hated the card games and I hated Blitzball. I'm like, oh, this is So you is hate stupid. every Final Fantasy mini game. <laughs> yeah, the, mini games I'm not a fan of. <laughs> I'll be okay. honest with you. It's like the world's oh. gonna end. Hey, I want to challenge you to a card duel. I'm like, <laughs> is going i'm like squall, i'm like squall focus <laughs> i didn't know what the fuck i was doing in any of those card games i would just throw cards yeah, around the either. board and then i would lose i'm like man you know i'm gonna go kill a t-rex or something <laughs> um, no like the what i was saying before about having final fantasy be done by a western developer is i just think like regard uh, 15 looks good but overall the series i felt is just it's like what else can they do with it aside from 
Like, it's, I mean, you can continue it and do 16, but I think it needs, like, a reboot of sorts, and I think, like, having a different developer do their own take on it, you know, it's just something the series needs right now, you know? I don't know, it just feels yeah. like we're, we're kind of going through the motions each time, yeah. you know? I mean, I would love to, just now that all three of them are out, just, just play them in sequence and kind of come back and see if I literally have lost my mind afterwards, or... I'll find something and be like, oh, look, this game eventually did grow on me. Or just, I just want to get that idea and just kind of be definitive in the conversation. But it was like, I'd never, like, first time in my life, I played a Final Fantasy game for only a few hours and said, well, fuck everyone here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving this party early because the booze is gone. Like, that's, that's how I felt about Final Fantasy. Mm. Like, it was very flashy, very pretty, Ugh. but I kinda, when I kind of got over that, I was just like, oh, okay, you're, it's, you're middling on me, man. Yeah. What's, what's, Lightning, what's up? <laughs> I feel like I need to talk to her. And just... now, for me, uh, 13 had great music, great cutscenes. I liked, you know, the, the, the gameplay for the most part. But for me, it was just the characters didn't do it for me. None of them. Not uh, Saz, actually, to, or Saz, however the hell you pronounce it. To yeah, a point, I, okay, Saz. I, I like Saz. But, uh, you know, Hope can, can can just go fuck off into space for all I care. And, <laughs> you know, I was really just indifferent to the rest of them. I was just like, I. it's like, George, it's like, like, like what you said. It's like the world could blow up and I would be like, all right, I'll move on to something else, you know? I just did, did not care. Um, but all right. I'm, go I'm yeah. going with Skullgirl's Encore, by the way. Oh, yeah, we're still doing picks. Yeah. I was a huge Skullgirls fan. I, 20 I, minutes later. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, I love watching the development of Skullgirls happen, and I love that kind of 2D hand-drawn art style. Uh, it's a very, very slick game, and if yeah, you nice. if you owned it originally, you can get the uh, Skullgirls Encore for free because the game was momentarily pulled down for like legal reasons. But uh, you can go back and get it, and the DLC I think is going to be free for like a couple of weeks, so you can get it and get a, like a color pack and All like right. another character. But yeah, Skullgirls. That oh, but I kind of want to try World of Tanks. That seems <laughs> that's that seems like a really terrible rabbit hole to fall under, and I kind of want to see because it's, it's like the biggest game ever, and I'm like I have no idea what you do in this, so I kind of want to check that out. You play with tanks. Yeah, you play with tanks. Slow <laughs> moving. In it's a world. Such, in a world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan. Uh, I was actually debating Far Cry Classic because um, I haven't played any of the older Far Cry titles. Uh, I've only so, played a little bit of Blood Dragon, uh, and I have three. Blood Dragon is awesome. I love yeah. that game. Yeah, I played a little bit of Blood Dragon, and I have three, but I haven't played any of the older ones, so I'm in debating. Far Cry, Far Cry Classic is so good, but uh, yeah. Far Cry 2 is probably like the staple. You'll you'll like Far Cry 2. Really? I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah. It, it was one of those games that introduced like your weapon jamming. Yeah, as yeah. a mechanic, so like, cause you pick up these like really shitty AK-47s that have been kind of like in the dirt for 30 years, and halfway through you try to reload, and the fucking guns jam, so you have to see the guy beat on it, or like, yeah, it's open world, so you would drive around, and the car would break down, so you have to like run in front, take your wrench, and like turn the lug, you know, turn the screw to get the car working again. But re really neat game. Sounds good. Yeah, I just remember like in Far Cry 2, everyone talking about like when you'd like get hurt and you have to like break your fingers to like heal, <laughs> like yeah. to fix them yeah, back it's, and like all the crazy it, stuff. Like it, it's so cool. Like he has to stick the knife to get the bullet out of his arm if he gets shot in the arm. Yep. <laughs> it, it's really neat. Sorry, uh, I, I was distracted. Um, <laughs> uh. We went to an award show. Oh wait, no, no, no! Super Mario Brothers <laughs> Deluxe—that's my pick because the cl it's a classic. <laughs> no, that's what I—I I knew about the award show, George. I'm trying to pick a game because I'm looking at the list and I'm like, there's really nothing here I'm personally invested in. But uh, so I'll, yeah, I'll just go with Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, yeah, George, we went to an award show. Yes, we did. Yeah, I did too. You were kind <laughs> of in the award show, George. 
Did you want to talk yeah, about that? Was, <laughs> yeah, it was the uh, third annual uh, New York Video Game Critics Circle Award. It's kind of like a little group of journalists who get together and we do events. And uh, every year, and the big thing we do every year is this award show. So it's kind of like our best of the year. Uh, we had a really good turnout. You guys were kind enough to come by and kind of see the craziness that happens of a dual shockers represent <laughs> uh yeah yep. just seeing seeing your favorite game journalists new york based game journalists just out there and just making fools of themselves on stage which is so <laughs> hilarious uh, daniel uh daniel radosh the uh, apparently the two-time emmy award-winning writer <laughs> from the I, daily show with john stewart came out and did it, he just killed it he was so funny he, he was the best yeah. video game themed humor i've ever heard in my life it it, it, it was uh there yeah. was a lot of xbox one jokes uh new girl jokes Ooh, yeah. uh oh yeah yeah that was great <laughs> uh but uh you I'll, i think I'll, I'll post the rebroadcast because it's available on twitch but i can i can put the link up that way Definitely, you guys yeah. can check it out um just a but yeah small segue that that is video game humor like vgx and all these other shows like take notice of that guy because that's how you cater like, oh yeah if you want to do comedy the... that's comedy for video games yeah, compared well, to the VGX, this was like amazing. Yeah. So. Well, you can tell that he he play you know he plays video games because yeah, he yeah. had very you know he had he was referencing really deep stuff into like Gone Home and you're like oh right yeah okay he clearly beat the game. Yeah. Uh yeah you know his bit about turning the Call of Duty dog into Jeffrey from Toys R Us. <laughs> the, the also... Jeffrey the giraffe that was great. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, and he also wanted to be there unlike um, Joel McHale. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Future Folk performed, uh, aka the guy who's the voice of Lester, has a folk band, and he came out dressing like they a were, spaceman. And they were was, great as well. They, they were amazing, and they were really fun to talk to in the after party. Uh, we got to see an exclusive look at uh, Bioshock Infinite: Burial at Sea, Episode Two. Uh, which is yeah, up now. Really, which is up now. Yeah. A lot of returning, lot of, lot of returning faces. So like Atlas will be there, Elizabeth will be there. Uh, looks like Booker's gonna be kind of a dick in this one. Yep. Uh, oh, Andrew Ryan is doing a thing in there. He's got his golf yep. club and he's swinging it about, being all weird. Nice. And some infinite characters in there too, I think. Um, I forget the name, the name of the character, the leader of that, uh, the Vox Populi. Oh yeah, she's um, gonna be in it. I, I, yeah, I yeah. is it Kimberly or Magpie? I wanted, to say, or... I wanted to say Marlene, but then I was like, wait, no, that's the Last of Us character. <laughs> <laughs> Racist. Uh, but we gave out some awards. Uh, I got the list of the winners here. So yeah, let's uh, run best hand. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. We'll see if we, if you guys are. If you're okay with these winners, uh, best handheld went to Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds, uh, which yeah makes sense. Uh, great game. Uh, Man, best kids game went to. Yeah, um, it was. There were some categories that were just so stacked that it was just like if any one of them won, everyone was totally okay with that. Could you uh, wait, best... George? Could you give us some behind the scenes though, like a Link Between Worlds? Uh, okay. Was there any like arguments about best handheld? Like how'd that go down behind the scenes? Uh, basically the way it works is, uh, we start discussing these nominees, like, months ago, and we start throwing, we basically start throwing these games into the category. It's like, alright, your best handheld game. It's like, alright, uh, you know, Link Between Worlds. Uh, I've probably got my program here somewhere. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, you know, Link Between Worlds, whatever other nonsense you were playing, and then people kind of back and forth, and we have to try to, like, knock this list down to, like, eight games or ten games, depending on the category. So a lot of back and forth there, but, uh, the voting is all private, so... Okay. At some point, you know, the nominees are closed off, and it's just like, all right, vote, and oh, so we don't know. The tally? Yeah, so we don't know what the tally oh, was. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can kind of get a sense if you start talking to people there. It's like, yeah, it looked like people pretty much unanimously voted for uh, Legend of Zelda: Link mm -hmm. Between Worlds because they really dug it. Yeah. Uh, best kid, best kids game went to uh, Super Mario 3D World. 
uh, best writing went to The Last of Us. I would say and, yes. It, I, I yeah, think, that makes sense. I think that's the best award it could get because when when it won the Dice Award for most innovative, my whole thing mm. was it didn't feel innovative. Um, but when it came to the writing and the acting, yeah, it blew it out of the park. Like it, it hit it out of the park. It was amazing. Um, those cutscenes had me jumping out of my seat like I was watching Breaking Bad season five B. You know, so yeah, I was definitely well deserved. <laughs> Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, yes. Uh, best mobile game went to Ridiculous Fishing, which fucking deserves it because Ridiculous Fishing League is the most amazing game ever. Which I still have um, and, and, and it was really cool seeing Zach Gage and uh, Ishmael Rami just go up and just kind of represent the indie scene, saying, you know, of course they go to an award show in cargo, you know, in cargo pants and t-shirts. Yeah, they were but, totally uh, just. <laughs> Yeah, but you can tell they were super excited yeah. and kind of like super humbled by the fact that you know we we picked their game and they were because it's this this whole event takes place at the NYU Polytech Center where it's you know this is all game design students who are in the audience or you know they have a game design program at that school and you know they're kind of fostering this idea. It's like no, if you have a really weird idea for a video game, you should just go for it and you know let the chips fall where they will. But it's 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 so you know it was really cool. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, best indie game. This was the category I think was this was close because talking to people, I think every person I talked to voted for a different game. There's a lot of strong choices in that one too. Yeah, a lot of strong yeah. choices. I think yeah. Rogue Legacy was. There. I should probably get the nominee list. But uh, the winner was Gone Home. And uh, Kate from Fulbright came and took it, and she looked completely dumbfounded and like deer in the headlights, well, yeah, but she was super was up excited against, to win. Um, papers, please. Papers, please. Stanley Rogue Parable. Legacy. Stanley Parable. It was, it was yeah, I think everything. Kentucky Route Zero yeah. was on there too. Yeah, which is another yep. great game. Uh, yeah. You trying to find the list? Yeah, I'm I trying to find, find the list. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you do nominees, and uh, don't worry, we're just gonna derail the podcast for just one second. All right. <laughs> nominees. Uh, there you go. Found the nominees. Oh, good. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Who are the indie nominees? So. Uh, the indie nominees down here, down here, down here. All right, we there was a uh, antechamber. Okay. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Gone Home, Killer Queen Arcade, Porpentine's Twine Popula- uh, compilation, Papers Please, Rogue Legacy, Stanley Parable, and Towerfall. Like that's a that's a there's some tough choices in yeah. there. Um, that's yeah. the Miami Heat of indie games right there. Yeah, and and I remember when I was voting for this, I real had a real big issue deciding between Gone Home and Papers Please, and I kind of gave the edge to Gone Home because I felt somewhat good playing that game, and Papers Please just makes you feel miserable the whole time. So at some point, I just kind of went and was like, "This game made me feel happy. This game made me feel the, like the worst person ever." So that that's yeah. what that was the deciding factor for me. Uh, the next category was uh, best game world. This was the one I presented, and I my script got lost, so I had to make something up. You improved fine, George. Don't beat yourself up. Hey, I improv. Hey, I got to say make it rain and say something about stripper poles, which is amazing. <laughs> uh, but the nominees were uh, uh, Los Santos Grand Theft Auto, uh, Columbia Bioshock, uh, the Caribbean Assassin's Creed 4, uh, Your Town and Animal Crossing, the Greenbrier Home and Gone Home, Salt Lake City. The Last of Us and the White House and Saints Row Four. <laughs> Those are some great oh nominees. God. It was great because as soon as I said it, they just hear chuckles over the place because everyone knew exactly why the White House was so cool. Uh, but uh, Los Santos ended up winning that one, and uh, That's a good and well choice. deserved because yeah, yeah, that that was a great choice. But I thought the nominees were really strong there. Uh, the fun one, uh, best overall acting combining male and female. So it was Courtney Draper from Bio, for Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite, Ellen Page. Uh, Jake Clates Lester from Grand Theft Auto, uh, Kevin Brighton, the narrator in Stanley Parable, 
uh, Sarah Grayson, who played Sam in Gone Home, Stefan Rodri, who was Drippy in Nino Kune, uh, Stephen Ogg, who was Trevor in Grand Theft Auto, Troy Baker, who was Joel in Last of Us, and Stephen Ogg won it. I was, and Troy I was sitting Baker behind was not him. nominated twice. I'd like to uh, give some props to the New York Video Games <laughs> critic circle. He didn't nominate but Troy because Baker it, twice. It was good. Because he was better in one than the other. Like That's the point I was making months ago, and you shat on me uh, for whatever. motherfucker. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, Stephen Hawk came up, and he's another guy who clearly does not play video games, but he yeah. has a kid who plays video games, and we got a great we, have, we got a great Stephen Hawk story that we'll say right after this. But uh. <laughs> And the uh, and the game of the year went to Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. And the Who's surprised? nominees there were yeah, and the nominees there were you know Assassin's Creed, Bioshock, On Home, Grand Theft Auto, Kentucky Route Zero, the uh, Super Mario 3D World, The Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds, and Tomb Raider got a nod. And there was some weird noise. People were like, oh, okay. Like I thought it was good. I liked it a lot. I, I think Tomb Raider deserved the spot up yeah, there. Yeah. That would have been good. I mean, I'd like to see DMC, but you know that that's just me. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the Last of Us came up. Uh, the guy from Naughty Dog was really cool. Uh, but yeah, that was it. It was like you know, a quick little award show. But uh, some, I thought the performances were really good. The little uh, that trailer was kind of neat. Uh, do, 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 do. You guys should invite but Jeff yeah, Keighley next time. Show him how to do an award show right. Oh, I, no, you, I didn't. Oh, yes, I he did. went there. <laughs> Unbelievable. He went there. And yeah, it was Brock. Yeah, uh, we had sponsors this year, so like uh, Twitch took care of us. Uh, Razer paid for things, uh, you know, and Qualcomm Snapdragon was there. Uh, yeah, and, you know, some bar got us free booze for the after party. But, uh, but yeah, this this event usually takes us, like, six months to a year to make, and the guy who put it all together was Harold Goldberg from the New York Times, who's a big video game guy and who's kind of, like, an old-school video game journalist where he was the first guy to write about video games in, like, Rolling Stone. Wow. So he, he was, yeah. you know, is a thing he did to just get a bunch of game journalists together and just like, yeah, let's do cool events. So like we do like Halloween parties or just random, like, let's, let's all get a bunch of people and like fill out Barcade. And, you know, we did that last year and we had like, you know, we literally had like 200 people there wow. just hanging out and playing video games and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, uh, look for the, uh, I'll probably post up the video tonight and that way people can kind of take a look at the rebroadcast and skip around, go to my parts. It's, the, I was really funny. And there was also a comedian there. He was really good, I guess. Yeah, he was never done. No, no, he was he was he, amazing. He was, he was great. <laughs> I, I love the uh, the Twitter handles for the. I love the the the, mum, the mumbles. I thought was a great alternate title that he was trying to look for for uh, on Twitter. Oh my god. <clears throat> a lot of new girl jokes, but yeah, it was it was a fun event. Like I thought, <laughs> I was I was not displeased by any of the winners there. Where like I thought the game, I thought the games that won deserved it, and you know it was a proper award show with like ties and stuff. Agreed. I was like. Oh, yeah. I was all about ties. Uh, but yeah, so then there was uh, but the yeah, reception. Yeah, then there was the reception of <laughs> the after party. Uh, and oh, there was also a really good panel that started the show. Oh, which I for- just, you totally know, forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, and basically just super smart people talking about video games. I uh, I, I like the points that were made about um about sequels. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I agreed to a point because I think in one hand, if you're if you're gonna make sequels. It's because you have something good and you want to keep running with it. And I think that if you can keep writing good stories, there's no reason not to make a, a sequel. Um, yeah, and that was I think that was that was Jeff uh, Bacalar from CVS who uh, made that point there. That was but like, him? yeah, that panel was yeah, that was uh, that was Jeff who made that point. Uh, yeah, a lot of great people that were there. Like uh, Jill Shar from uh, Tom's Guide made some really awesome points. Yeah. Uh, Evan Evan Narcis from Kotaku was like he killed it. Like I thought he was amazing. He talked about Black Flag and. Uh, 
what it meant to him because he was yeah. Haitian and how, hey, my God, there's a Haitian main character and they're talking about slavery. This is kind of weird and kind of neat. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it was pretty neat. Uh, who else Mike I'm, I'm sure I'm missing people. Yeah, Mike Futter Game from Game Informer. Informer. Yeah. He, he, he was great. Like, I don't know, it was, it was a good collection of people and lots of fun. Uh, but let's talk about Stephen Ogg for I, a second. I don't know what you're talking about, George. So, so after there was an after party, you know, in the reception, you know, there's some booze going. I want to blame the booze on this, but uh, so you know, the Dual Shockers are there, just you know, drinking, you know, you know, fraternizing, you know, just hanging out. Everybody's fraternizing, and, not just uh, <laughs> all the stars of the show were walking around. Yeah, so everyone was there. There's some wine, some booze going around. And Stephen Ogg, basically the guy who played Trevor in Grand Theft Auto V, and uh, Jay Clates, the guy who played Lester. They know each other. They're and hanging out, to talking. Us, they're, just, they're just Trevor and Lester, you know? Yeah, it, 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 it's so weird because when in the beginning of the show I saw them, you know, like, you know, shake hands and hug. And I'm like, I'm like, that's Trevor and Lester hugging. Yeah. That's This is this is an odd image and that I have in my like head right now. And they look just like the characters, too, so it's like... Yeah, which, it is crazy. Yeah. It is bizarre how much they look <laughs> like their characters. Especially Lester. Uh, so, so we're hanging out, and Dave is just... He's like, oh, I gotta get a picture with Stephen Ogg, blah blah blah. Literally telling me he's like a he's like a girl seeing InSync for the first time and trying to get Justin Timberlake's picture. And That's he's fucking like, hilarious. So, so, <laughs> so Dave's in predator mode because he's like, all right, I gotta find the right moment to approach him and take a picture because he's talking to yeah, someone. Yeah, you don't want to interrupt. Oh, you don't want to be that yeah, guy. Now he's in a conversation. Yeah. Oh, he's got this armor on this person. Maybe they're friends. I don't want to like interrupt the conversation exactly, lifelong yeah. friends are having. So he's there, and we're hearing this bullshit, and we're like, oh it's my god. <laughs> First, I'm like, David, act like a fucking professional. Like, <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I was like, you know, you can't just go up and tap him on the shoulder while he's talking to somebody. You got to wait, you know, until he's at the bar yeah, or something, you know. But you were there, and you, it, but you were, you were so neurotic about it. It's like, oh, wait, maybe I go, oh, fuck, he's talking to someone else. Yeah. And he's like, wait, he's at the bar. I'm going to go. And then, <laughs> golden opportunity. He finishes, he, Stephen Hawk finishes talking to the people he's talking to and literally go, and literally says that, like, I want a fucking beer and goes to the bar. That that's what Dave decides to make his move. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like green light, <laughs> like a hawk trying to pick up a mouse. In a <laughs> He's like, this is my moment. I waited hours for this. Like a sniper waiting for his shot. <laughs> you 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 flew you flew in there, and we're basically it's me, Ryan, and uh, Deanna watching from afar. Watching make watching Dave make a complete fool of himself, <laughs> being and absolutely I, shaking the, his hand. The part he didn't, and, the part George didn't hear was I went up and I said, "Hello, Mr. Og." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh Mr. my God, Og. Yeah. Mr. Og. Oh fuck. Because I wanted to be so, respectful. So so we're at a distance there, and the best part oh. of this whole story, the, the funniest part of this whole story, he's there. He clearly wants to take a picture. Which okay, so gets, but this part wasn't so, my so fault because he, he took my whatever. phone. No, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened. So he takes his phone out and he's like, "Oh shit, I should get someone to take this picture." Yeah. So he grabs Jay Clates, the other no. voice actor of the game, to take picture of the. Are phone. you serious? No, 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 no. He's around, he the camera. Trevor was and making so fun I, of my phone, and then he gave it to Lester. I'm like, "No, Lester, you get in the picture." I'm, yeah, I'm sure that's what happened. I swear. So we're watching from afar, and Lester's just, you know, he's dicking around. And I'm calling him Lester now. So he's dicking. So Lester's dicking around with the phone, like from like. So finally, I'm like, oh my god! All right, hold on. I yeah. go over there. I take the phone from from uh, from Jay, and I'm like, hey, let's all take a picture of you three together. And I take three quick photos of them, and it was, 
the most hilarious I, thing I ever like because a you, in the pictures, yeah. you 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 were on the verge of tears practically. That's fucking funny. <laughs> What I are you just, talking about, Dave? This shit is gold, I'm not, dude. I'm not good. And, and, then I, and, then I, and, then, and then I immediately went to Stephen Ogg and apologized for Dave's behavior. <laughs> I was like, hey, Stephen, hey, thanks for coming out. I apologize for Dave. He's a colleague. And he's like, yeah, we have the – and then you know, he's like, oh, yeah. we have the same last name. We're both Rodriguez's. And I'm like, wait. And in my head, I'm like, that's not true. I'm like, he's lying to me. And then for whatever reason, I believed him and went with yeah. it. And then he's like, oh, I'm just fucking with you. I'm like, wait. I'm like, I know this. I'm like, why did he, I believe you? He did the same you? thing to me, too. <laughs> and he literally said, because I'm a fucking celebrity. That's why he believed me. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> he is a really nice guy, though. Yeah, he, he was really cool. And I got to talk to him for like a minute before the show. And yeah, he, he's just a cool person. Uh, Jay Clades, who performed, like, I'm actually, like, I'm on Spotify looking for future folk songs. I'm like, they were so funny. They, they were really fun. Really, this, the suits alone, the big red suits, and one guy had a banjo, and he's got a guitar, and they're from the planet Hondo, and they're just doing robot moves and singing about atmospheres and aliens and watching Jeopardy or Seinfeld or whatever one of the lyrics. Yeah, it, it it was insane, but that that kind of made my night watching Dave just yeah. turn into Not just good. a little schoolgirl. There's was... some famous people where I know, like I, I'll I'll just walk up to them because they're <laughs> they're like I'm, I'm huge fans. I just will not give a fuck if they, you know. But then there's some. It's like I just yeah, I'm stuttering, Stanley. That, that's how he's gonna act when you meet J.J. Abrams, right? <laughs> no, when I meet you know, I had an opportunity at last E3 and I should have taken it. I really should have taken it because everyone knows how I feel about you know his movies, and I should have gotten the picture with him. It was right there. He he was by himself practically, and I should have just gone up to him and be like, "Hey, can I get a picture?" It would have been perfect. But but it was it but I did take a really good picture. I was like I was making yeah. sure I was like let me not ruin this for Dave and put my thumb in the corner here or something because I was thinking about trolling that and just like oh put a oops. thumb right on Dave's face and oops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah but that was a lot of fun and and all those Overall, you know all those all, yeah all those devs are really fun people especially when you start getting a couple of drinks in them they kind of open up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to talk a little bit more to uh, Kate from Fulbright who. Who was just so awesome. Like uh, I got a prison, and basically she was like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm not used to people telling me how much they love my game. It's just so weird." And she's <laughs> like, "I was one." She was like, "I didn't make it by myself though." And she was very adamant to say, "Like no, two other people helped me make this game, and they had just as big a role as I did." Uh, but yeah, it was, it was so cool just to watch. And yeah, she was very humble, and I, that's what I love about indie devs because they like you know when when they get a compliment, they're just like, "Whoa, whoa, yeah. like you like that? You played it? Like thank you." <laughs> And yeah, we had a great discussion about like game length, and I was like, yeah, you know, some people felt like it was too long, and I was like, I was like, I want to meet that guy because that guy's weird. <laughs> and but yeah, I, I kind of wanted to pick her brain a little bit more. It's like, hey, what else are you working on? But like, she was literally just inundated with people saying like, hey, congratulations, your your game is awesome, and yeah, it was good times, and it was also really cool just running into just random fans of video games and students at NYU who just kind of were like, hey, you did a thing on stage. I'm like, yeah, I did, and it's like, who the hell are you? I was like, oh, awesome, I can go to the show. Yeah, you were the big man on but, campus uh, for a night. Uh, yeah, right, it was fun. I mean, I did make the award, so I love that joke that Daniel Radosh made. He goes, look at these beautiful awards. This is 24-karat sp- gold spray paint. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it, he's funny. And I... He, he was one person I spoke to for a couple of minutes, and I and I got literally not starstruck, but I was I was just literally so just like taken aback by how like how just like stupid funny he is, yeah. to the point where it's just like oh why do I even bother like writing anything like when there's people like when there's people like him who exist in the world who are just so goddamn witty and just like on a dime you, can just you, be well like, you're just like what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing with what, myself? What have I done? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, overall very good. Uh, so that yeah, that's the New York Video Games Critics Circle Awards, and uh, they have a website um, and a Facebook. NYGameCritics. Yeah, NYGameCritics.com. Yeah. So check it out. You always get a good uh, collection of. Uh, it's a good sampling of like you know local kind of game journalists' work. So like you know small, anytime yeah. I put something yeah big and small. So like you get sites as big as Kotaku and Dual Shockers and even like you know just blogs of just like really good writers. Yeah. And like I said, good site. Check it out. We're always doing stuff. So join us at, like a party. The the parties are a lot more fun. We do Halloween things. So that's a little bit more just like hey get drunk with fucking indie developers or like <laughs> people from Rockstar Games. Like I I, I you know there's one of the PR guys from Rockstar who I see every year. We always recall it's like oh man why do we always see each other and we're super fucking drunk. I'm like cuz we're alcoholics maybe <laughs> because we're in this industry. That's why George. That's the answer. That is true. We 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 do go to a lot of open bars. Why am I yep. drinking? Yeah, I have his vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna run down uh, some news here before we uh, we close it out. Uh, some impressions have come out about Metal Gear Solid Five, Ground Zeroes, and uh, they're saying uh, goosebumps, disbelief, shock, uh, <laughs> solid. Ga it's not a two-hour game. Uh, great demonstration of the Fox engine. Uh, requires you to look at your surroundings. Every soldier has a unique appearance. Uh, what else we got? You gotta read my favorite one. Actually, can I read? Yeah, I gotta read go my ahead, favorite one. Ahead. Someone said they were like, um, if like, okay, if you play this game in only two hours, that's the equivalent of going to dinner with Charlize Theron and only going to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Oh my god. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just do a bunch of ver you know, they just do a bunch of adjectives. It's like and emotions at you. It was like groundbreaking. Charlize stunning. Theron though, that's kind of uh, oof. Yeah. Yeah, You're making a man. point there. <laughs> it's true. Um, um, here's the thing, though. Didn't they have a boot camp for Metal Gear Solid 4, if I remember correctly? Like, they flew everyone out to this, like, fancy resort, and, like, they got to play the game. They got to have geishas serve them and all this other crazy shit. Didn't they do no something idea. similar to that game? No idea. Yeah, so I'm wondering if they're doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, most developers realize it's mostly a waste of money. Uh, like, yeah. I know, I know those those captivate events that they do in like uh, Rome, Italy, and they they get smaller and smaller every year because it costs them like you know five million dollars to fly a bunch of random assholes out there to play the game. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, and, and it's also journalists are assholes. Okay. It's basically true. We're all... I was I was lumping us in that group of assholes. <laughs> yeah, right. We're, We're right. assholes. We're all assholes. Yep. <laughs> um, exactly. Because when you think about it, that's like the worst setting to play a game. What was your jet lag? You know, like, yeah, when you're jet lagged and there's literally PR people standing behind you and there's fucking music going on and you're trying to play with like headphones on and like really trying to absorb into the game and some PR person's like, oh man, you did something no one's ever done. I'm like, you are lying to me. <laughs> I hate you're that a liar. shit too, by the way. Um, <laughs> you're you're really good, George from Dual Shockers. I'm like, oh, George or no, George or Jorge, George or Jorge. George or Jorge. Yeah, I always get that conversation too. George Jorge. Um, <laughs> Try to say it fast. George A. <laughs> One other thing to mention is uh, they're all saying that even though it's uh, you know got the main mission, there's a lot to do. It's uh, a lot of side stuff. So that's where the Charlie Theron comment comes from. Yeah, I I yeah. believe them, yeah. and I doubt anyone's gonna play that game and just be like, I'm just gonna run through this. I'm like, yeah, who the hell plays like that? Like, yeah. like also, you're a bad person. Like, yeah, also, the Metal Gear games are also like really replayable too. So there's yeah. that as well. Um, what else we got? Oh, here? by the way, they yeah. also kept saying that that they really liked the ending, that it was very emotional and powerful. Yes. Like, that's cool. No? I'm guessing I'm it's like, got to so be they, a cliffhanger yeah. of sorts, no? Yeah, well, yeah. it has to be because it's just a prologue. So I'm like, how does a prologue have a powerful ending? That's kind of interesting to me. I mean, as long as it has like a really neat self-contained story that you yeah. can probably get away with that. But That's true. Yeah. 
like, you know, like, I'll take the benefit of the doubt that, okay, fine, the game's not two hours, I will play a lot of this game, but don't start, like, this ending will break your fucking heart. <laughs> like, you're, you're getting into, like, Peter Molyneux territory. He's like, the dog. You'll be attached to this dog. And when your dog dies, <laughs> and it will die, you will feel something. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, why do I believe you, Peter Molyneux? Oh, Is it the Lord. accent? I think it's the accent. That's why I believe you. But yeah, don't we don't need uh, you guys don't they don't need to hype us up anymore. It's like it's Metal Gear. People are generally excited about this. Let's Yay. just wait for release. Let's let's stop talking about the two hours until we actually play it. And it's like, oh no, it turns out it's actually two hours and fifteen minutes. And we're like, well, that <laughs> it turns out it's actually two hours. <laughs> um, what else we got here? Uh, Dragon Age series lead writer David Gator uh, said that there was a third DLC plan for Dragon Age Two. Um, it was canceled. And he can't really talk about the DLC because he'd actually be talking about Dragon Age Inquisition, um, mm. which has a lot of elements of that canceled DLC. Um, but yeah, from what he's DLC saying, most actually, of it's in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's also an expansion plan, but all of that just got thrown into Dragon Age Inquisition. Most of it, um, some stuff that dealt with Hawk and you know his companions. That's not going to yeah. make it, obviously, yeah. but. It's interesting. You, you should, you guys should follow David Gator's Tumblr. He, he's always answering a lot of cool questions. He also answered this other one about Dragon Age itself, because if you know, Dragon Age is the you know the age they live in, and there's only 60 years left. So someone asked, what happens when you leave the Dragon Age? Like, uh, we don't want to talk about that, about that right now. <laughs> one of our writers gets such a, you know, a paint look on her face when we talk about what do we do after the Dragon Age ends. You make a sequel. Yeah, yeah, but what do you call it? You call it something else, age, because you know it doesn't make it's. It's like well, Surat, I'm, well, yeah. I'm sure in house they have kind of like their their you know their equivalent of a Chinese of a Chinese New Year calendar, or just oh man. <laughs> yeah, because basically every hundred years there's a new age. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just hoping it's not going to be like Sword Art Online, where like the second half should have been called Alfheim Online. It's not Sword Art Online anymore, so you can't call it Dragon Age if it doesn't take place in the Dragon Age. So I totally understand that. Interesting. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, Titanfall beta started. Well, the the application opened up. Um, results come on February seventeenth, and you can register for Xbox One or PC. Nothing for three hundred and sixty right now, uh, because it comes out later. So, yeah, you're paid testing for all that stuff. Um. What else do we have? I don't. I don't think I want to play a 360 version of Titanfall. No. I'm avoiding all current gen or whatever you want to call this gen. PS3. Yeah, last gen. That's, last gen. That's why yeah. I like. That's like why I don't want to play Watch Dogs on a current gen console because yeah. I know it'll probably be terrible. Yeah, it's like mm. watching TV in black and white. Come on. Yeah. When you know this color, come on. Let's, come on, guys. It's like it's like <laughs> the tube TV. Get the old tube TV out. Uh, um. The Walking Dead TV show might cross over again with the video game. Um, in the recent episode, there was a <laughs> reference to Macon, Georgia, which is where Lee is uh, from in the Walking Dead video game. Um, mm -hmm. And the the writers intentionally put that reference in there, and the TV show is a reference to the uh, the gamers who played the game. And uh, they didn't necessarily rule out that we might see characters from the video game show up on the TV show. Um, yeah, because because that last Walking Dead video game based on the TV show did so fucking well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's actually it's actually ten dollars on Steam right now. I almost considered buying no, it because okay, I wanted to see how bad well, it was. See, but... Here's my take on it. There, there's a lot of really good ideas. They just none of them work. Yeah, it's it's literally it's it's like or it's almost like Oregon Trail of zombies. 
It's, it's wow. hard that they could have messed that up because yeah, Daryl's such an awesome character on the show. He is an awesome character, but he barely says three words in the game. Yeah. Which is which is a shame. Jesus. But uh, yeah, uh, it's not a good game. Yeah, that's that, that's a that was a bummer. <laughs> I'm sorry you played that. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> what else we got going on? Uh, there will be a, a Sons of Anarchy game. Um, this was... That'd be cool. Uh, wait, did they already make one called GTA 4 The Lost and Damned? That's kind of what I thought it was. So. I was waiting for <laughs> that. I was waiting no, for that for somebody. <laughs> um, I, I was going to say Road Rash. <laughs> yes, isn't that, isn't that bad? Isn't that a bad game? <laughs> Road Rash is Go awesome. fucking crazy. I'm thinking, of something, all right, I'm thinking of something else then. All right, calm your tits, yeah. calm your tits. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't I'm thinking of, No, rash. I'm thinking of something else. I thought it was, I'm thinking, I don't know what, all right, okay, okay. It's a good game. It's a good game. Calm your even though I don't think they motorcycle fight as much in Sons of Anarchy. Like, I don't see that many people in chains and baseball bats fighting on the freeway. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, he was – Kurt Sutter, the showrunner, was talking about a game uh, last year. Uh, apparently, he, they had, like, a big publisher lined up. Um, couldn't say who it was, and then the deal fell through. But now he's saying there is going to be a Sons of Anarchy game. It's going to be pretty fucking awesome, according to him. HD well, he's a creator and he makes money, and then you know he's got I, merchandising. I'm just, I'm just saying what he said. All right, goddamn. No, but um, I'm mad. For, first Give person that action adventure HD graphics. Uh, that's really like what, what he's been pushing for because he he said last year that he didn't want it to be a quote slap crap browser game. Um, <laughs> so he really wants like a you know seemingly a next gen <laughs> Sons of Anarchy game. Who, who the hell is he talking to? Is he talking to like Nexus Online? Like, come on, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, Beyond Good and Evil Two is uh, we'll hopefully start hearing more about that soon. Um, they're starting to talk more about it, so hopefully that's a sign that we'll get some more information. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, George. Oh no, not, not you, George. Uh, Tony, what are you playing this week? <laughs> this week. What am I playing this week? I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm play I got back into Shin Megami Tensei 4. Thanks to Alyssa, she gave me a good guide. Cause I, dude, this game doesn't tell you where to fucking go. So for like, I stopped playing it for four months. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do, but I picked it up. I'm like, no, this game's fun, but I still don't know what to do. Wait a minute, Alyssa knows JRPGs. So I hit her up and she sent me a guide. So I started playing that. And I'm going to see. No, that's pretty much it. That's all I'm playing. Um, I finished Donkey Kong, by the way. That game is really hard, but it's fun. With a 3DS, Donkey Kong Country Returns. Hey Tony, if you want to play yes. a really good game that tells you that tells you nothing, uh, Way of the Samurai Four is hands down one of my favorite bad games last year. <laughs> it is a fan like it's so fantastic in a way where it's just like you get to make a custom samurai and just have them do open world stuff in like a small Japanese village. And it's got like a million branching paths, but you literally have no idea what to do. You just like, here, welcome to the town. Now go do samurai stuff. Remember, I like, didn't say I liked being lost. You could also <laughs> play any Zelda game, basically. You know, they really <laughs> tell you in those. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, that's all I'm playing. All right, Ryan, what are you playing? Um, right now, uh, nothing. Oh, I, I started replaying season one of The Walking Dead on uh, PC. Uh, nice. That's where I was playing and. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, I'm crying thinking about it already. Um, and I think that's been about it. It's pretty much just that. So. All right. George? Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I think I will finally play uh, the second episode of uh, Wolf Among Us. Yeah, uh, you will. Good choice. I, <laughs> I started playing the that first DLC for Dead Rising 3, the Operation Eagle. It's not that great. My thoughts are with you, 
Yeah, they, they they had a really good opportunity to just kind of like expand on the kind of the universe and just other characters. Because there's some interesting characters in the in Dead Rising Three, but this was literally just here's another fetch mission. Oh, and here's a new car and a and a gun. All right. Now give give us ten bucks. I'm like, oh, you bastards. <laughs> um, I'm playing uh Final Fantasy Eleven. I played The Wolf Among Us Episode Two, and uh, some Dust Force, which is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Um, <laughs> and uh, Lego Lord of the Rings, but mostly Final Fantasy XI right now. Uh, that's basically it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that wraps up episode 161 of the Dual Shocker Shockcast. And uh, just to reiterate, the New York Video Game Critics Circle, that is nygamecritics.com? Yep. Okay. And there's a, a Facebook page... And is there anything else we can plug for that? Uh, uh, no, I'm sure they're on Twitter, but I don't know the Twitter handle. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, check it out if you want to see just stuff written by like really smart people who are way into video games. And just, you know, intelligent video game conversation that doesn't devolve into just shouting about like frame rates and 720p's and stuff. Yes. Uh, we need it's more of that. It's, it's yeah. good stuff. It's, yeah. we, it, it's fun to like foster intelligent debate and conversation. Yeah. And, Yes, go ahead and check that out, and uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, David, I have something to plug, actually. I almost forgot about this. This went up after we recorded the, the podcast last okay. week. Um, um, I, I did something with 2DX.com, you know, Jeffrey Wilson's site, where we got to interview uh, DC, um, oh my god, I'm forgetting, DC Douglas. He did the voice of Albert Wesker for Resident Evil 5 and Legion for Mass Effect 2 and 3. All right. Um, go, yeah, go to 2DX.com. The interview's still up there on the main page. Go check that out. He was a really fun guy to interview. Like, I knew the interview was going to go right right before we recorded. He was like, we're going to do this on, on, you know, in camera. You motherfuckers didn't tell me that. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good fucking interview. <laughs> it was just fantastic. So, yeah, go check that out. Um, I was there. You get to see me um, ask him, you know, awkward questions. It's fun. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I was joined this evening by Ryan Meitzler. Bye-bye. Tony Polanco, who you just heard. Signing out! <laughs> and George Jimenez. Guys, it's Valentine's Day this week, and we're also going to experience a blizzard, so, you know, cuddle up with your loved ones. Oh, yeah. And, winter... uh... Sorry. Sorry go ahead. It's the snowpocalypse. Winter is coming. It, wait, do you know what it's called? Winter Storm Packs. I'm not That's kidding. Awesome. I'm not kidding. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. That. So what you guys should do is, you know, cuddle up with your loved one and have her watch you play Titanfall Beta. That that I think that if you want to seal the deal it. that night, yeah. just. I and pretty... if you don't have a significant other, just make friends with your right hand, boys and girls alike. That's totally inappropriate, Tony. But, uh... <laughs> hey, I, hey. <laughs> Make of that what you will. I didn't get specific on purpose. Make of what I said what you will. <laughs> what he's saying is you can slap yourself in the face if you want. If you yeah, want, you know. yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. Oh, Tony, right. you took something beautiful and you made it up. <laughs> if you, okay, how about this? No, 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 no. I don't want to. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're cut off. You're cut off now. All right. Take care, everybody.